Welcome to this episode of How Pregnant Are You? (laughs) (laughs) My wife went to the store, got a pizza. Vani, I know you're listening. It's all your fault. I saw Vani's story and I was like, I have to have that. Question. I gotta sell it too. Did you ask your husband if he wanted anything? Babe, come on. No, listen. How married am I? I'm so married that I didn't. Because I knew I was getting pizza. Glenn just came from the gym. The other day, he told me, I can't eat like you. Can you and guys said, hear the... Can you hear the cheese? <laughs> in the crevices of her mouth. I'm so sorry, y'all. Hi, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 19 of... How, How Married, married are, are You? What do we start off with? Chocolate, Chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. Let's talk the real talk. Episode coming soon. Uriah and Theo mm. both took mm. scissors and cut their hair. Mm. It was so devastating. Dumb. So dumb. Why would you do that? I was so irritated because I was like, yo, you know, like a week earlier, and you guys are going to see these episodes coming out. And so Yvette texts me and she goes, babe, I'm coming upstairs. Get the camera out. Because every time I like tell him about something, he's like, why didn't you tell me to have the camera ready? Or why didn't you record it? So I was like, babe. I'm coming. You're going to want to have a camera. Yeah, so now we have a nice little system. She tells me, I'm coming up with the camera. I'm coming up, bring the, take the camera out. And they cut their hair, you know? Um, Let me tell how I found out, okay. though. Okay. Scissors? No. You don't even know how I found out? No. Y'all, I just opened up my trash can to throw something away. Mm. And I saw hair in the trash. And I was like, whose hair is this? Mm. No lie, I thought it was my hair, y'all. And I was like, hey, maybe I lost a braid and the boys threw it in the trash. But then I took it out the trash can and I looked and I was like, this is Uriah Bow hair. I went over to Uriah Bow and I was like, oh my goodness. You cut your hair? And then that's when I was like, I'm coming up. So I brought Uriah Bow up, right? And then, mm-hmm. and Glenn was upset, mm-hmm. but he wasn't very upset I, I was just <laughs> he like, wasn't like you are just I, I, I almost like expected it it's it was like, like yeah it was like expected okay here's from. Uriah doing Uriah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so then you know whatever Glenn didn't react like I thought he was gonna react so you know I took him downstairs I was like dude you don't do that like why did you do that he had no reasoning why time passes I'm looking at Theophilus and I'm noticing that he has a dread that's hanging much longer than the other dreads. Because he's got them in like these twists. Oh yeah, because he has them in like um, three, two strand twists because he just got his dreads retightened and it kind of helps them stay neat or whatever. And so at the end of all his twists are rubber bands. <laughs> so a dread was hanging from the rubber band down to his nipple practically. I walk up to him and I'm like, what? Like, this one, I'm not even going to front. Theo, finding out that Theo cut his hair was a little bit more, you know, it was drastic because we watched it grow for four years. It's been years mm-hmm. that we've watched his hair grow. So I'm like, what the heck? 
So I pulled, I looked thoroughly, he cut like two full size dreads off, off and then like a little piece of another dread. And I said, Glenn, I'm coming back. <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't and then, understand why she was coming back, but I trusted her, so I was like, I'm pull out the camera. So I come back, and then Glenn loses it. Yeah, I lost it. <laughs> you lost it, babe. I was trying to figure out what the next action was. So I was like, okay, Ryan, we'll just cut your hair. And yeah. I was like, damn, we're going to cut Theo's hair? Because it was like the same penalty for both of them. Yeah, and I, yeah. I couldn't find out. And the thing is, was like the lack of remorse. Like, Theo just does not care. He does not care about your feelings. He don't care about nothing. He's just like, yo, I did what I wanted to do. And as long as I'm not in trouble, we're cool. And he was smiling. He was like, Smirking. I was so upset. And I was like, bro, what is wrong with you? And he's just, he's just like nonchalant. I was a kid like that. So it's interesting to have my. You're kind of myself. an adult like that. I'm an adult like that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll be like at work, like, I lose my job. I don't care. Yeah. Fire me. Fire me right now. I dare you. <laughs> in our relationship, I mean, if it doesn't work out, I know the Lord's got something better no, for me. No, that was in our, our in dating. In our dating relationship. That's what I meant. I didn't mean in our relationship right now. Anyway, he's very nonchalant, and I did not have a good time. I, I was so, like, hurt. And I was like, dang. It was like he cut your hair off. Yeah. It was like I woke up to having no beard <laughs> and a mustache and he cut my eye, my eyebrows off. Like, So, yeah. So that happened and it didn't go well. It was a very rough day for the rest of the day. And I like, like, and, and it wasn't even that. It was that he woke up. He does this thing. Mm. He does this thing where you he... You gonna put him on blast right now? <sighs> I feel like other people who are not parents need to know this. He does this thing. Okay, you don't want me to... You don't want me to say it? I feel bad for him. It's him. All right. I don't think we should put him this? on blast. Let's All not right. put him on blast. I have a child. <laughs> I'm not gonna say which one no, it is. No, don't be hypothetical. He basically does something... That he shouldn't do at almost six years old no, on purpose. No. Is that what you're trying to say? No. No. I'm telling, I'm saying the process. What Theo does, I'm just gonna say it. What <gasps> Theo does is <sighs> he wakes up in the morning mm. and he pees in the bed after he wakes up because he doesn't feel like getting up and going to the potty. He's like not ready to get up yet. He says it's too cold. It's too cold. <laughs> I'm tired. And it could be his leg issue that he's just waking up and kind of getting the kinks out of his leg or whatever. He has a he's he has he a leg. Had a he had information. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, so he wakes up and he just pees all over himself. Gets up, changes clothes, hides his his pee clothes, and then you have to kind of like walk in and like, why did this smell like? Urine. urine in here and like a old like it just smells stinky and you're just like what is that so you put your hand on the bed and of course it's wet as Noah's Ark and then we <laughs> then I'm like yo you peed in the bed and he's like uh I don't think so uh I woke up this morning and I said I didn't want to pee in him like he does this whole thing he lies about it and then you find out that he didn't that he didn't tell the truth and he's just like well okay so at first, we started out. This is a long. This is kind of how you know if he's lying. 
is if he went to bed in one thing and, he and wakes woke up, up and, and then you wake up and find him in another outfit. Then yeah. You know. um, and I feel like in order to, like, because I don't want to always discipline him in, like, a physical way, I'm trying to figure out more things. So it's like I have to give him more so I can take away more. It's so strange. But yeah, that's the Chocolate Baby story time today. And right now we're going to hop into words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is when you log into Anchor, okay? You use your Anchor app and you send us a voice memo telling us how much you appreciate the podcast. It could be 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 50 seconds, whatever you want. And just tell us what you think of the podcast and we will play and feature your voice on our podcast. And it goes a little something like this. Yo, what's up, Yvette? What's up, Belief? This is Dan Sanchez out in Concord, North Carolina. Just wanted to stop by, show you guys some love, and let you guys know that I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Very inspirational. And I look forward to your podcast every single week. So keep them coming. Free, y'all. And you don't stop. To the beat, y'all. And you don't stop. A freak, freak, y'all. And you don't stop. To the beat, y'all. And you don't stop. A freak, freak. Okay. So, big news. The big topic this week is... We're having a baby. Right. Now, if you watch Belief in Fatherhood, you know this already. We discussed this. We talked about this. We are having another baby. And how are we feeling about it? Tired. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you're tired? I'm tired, y'all. I'm excited, though. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm... There's like a bunch of emotions. It's like a whirlwind of... Emotions. I could be feeling something at any given point, from depression to excitement. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and not full on depression, but you know, if you're a mom or I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Yeah, and so um, as we, when we found out, when Yvette told me, I didn't have the most um, PG reaction. <laughs> You know, um, I cursed on the vlog and I just was like, yo, because I wasn't like, you know, we talked about it. We were like, yo, Yvette was following her app. Yeah, let's talk about this. Okay. So, honestly, here's how it happened. I thought we had a conversation and came to a conclusion that like, if we want Anaya to have a sibling that is close. So basically, I admire Theo and Uriah's relationship. And I kind of want something like that for Anaya. And so I figured it would be better if we had a kid that was close to age to Anaya. And I, at earlier this summer, I think it was at the beginning of the summer. Hello? I'm looking at you. <laughs> I was there. Okay. At the beginning of the summer, we had a discussion about it. And I was like, okay, so this is the time to try. Because if we wait any longer, we're going to be too late. And then I'm going to be like, eh, I don't know if we should do this type of thing. Because at the beginning of the summer, I thought we made a mutual decision to have a baby. I started, I got my period, which I hadn't gotten my period in my menstrual cycle. Is that the more political correct term to say? I got my menstrual cycle um, first time in a long time after, since I stopped nursing. No, I got it while I was nursing Anaya. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I got it. 
So it was easy for me to kind of track, you know, when I was ovulating and stuff. So I started using this app, tracking my periods and whatever. It's pretty accurate, one point app. And shout out the app. The name of the app is Flow, F L O. Okay. And it's like a pink little icon. Um, anyway, yeah. So I started using it. We were doing it. We were trying, like, we weren't not trying. <laughs> we're we, never not trying. <laughs> we've always been pretty irresponsible. But, um, oh, not irresponsible. We just don't. We just keep going. That's all. Well, keep going. Sorry. I'm so confused. Anyways, we, yeah. So, we were just, you know, doing our thing. Then um, it came to a day, like, it came to a point where I'm like, I'm surprised I'm not pregnant yet. Like, why am I not pregnant? Because I thought I was fertile myrtle. And so um, on the app, it tells you, like, this is an optimal time for you to get pregnant. You should, you know, do the do tonight. So that day was, I think, September. Well, it doesn't matter. That was a day. I came to Glenn. I was like, hey, um, so this day is optimal day, so let's do this. And if we don't get pregnant this day, then it's just not meant to be. Like, maybe the Lord doesn't want us to have children. And so... To have any more children. To have any, have to have any more children, any more additional children. And so we, of course, had intercourse, and that's how babies are made. <laughs> and so, honestly, after that, I got another cycle, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm not pregnant. And I had taken a couple of tests um, to check if I was pregnant or not, and they all came out negative. There was one night in particular where I hit this, like, huge emotional just whoosh. Like, I just was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was more like a deep, dark depression type feeling and it was all of a sudden and I didn't know where it was coming from and the only time that my emotions kind of switch up on me like that is when I'm pregnant and so I told Glenn I put the kids to bed I came out here and I said Glenn I gotta go he's like where are you going I was like I don't know I knew exactly where I was going I was going to Target to buy a pregnancy test which I did I took the test in the Target bathroom and it came out negative so then I just drove up the five freeway. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. But I think it was a couple of weeks after that, I took another test and I was pregnant. And I can't keep a secret from Glenn. I really wanted to do like a sweet, like, oh, baby, we're about to have another baby. But yeah. he was taking a nap and I was taking a nap. Everybody was chill. I was like, you know what? I'll just wake him up with the news. <laughs> yeah, I was in like a deep, deep coma that day. I was so tired. Yeah. And I was screaming. But listen, I we had always talked before we got married, or even after we got married, talked about having four kids. That was the limit of Well, let me just say, before we got married, we said four. Yeah. We talked about four. And now, then he tried to change it up on me. Well, four is easy when you don't have any children. <laughs> you don't have a place of reference. You don't know... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then when you're a stay-at-home dad for two years <laughs> and then you have two kids, mm -hmm. you're like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Twice. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I, I know that I don't feel like... I feel like if a woman wants to have the baby, that's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like I can be like, yo, I'm not going to give you this. You know what I mean? 
Really? Yeah, I don't feel like that. I mean, I feel like... So you think that I'm the only... Like, the woman or the female is the only person who has a say-so in whether or not you, we procreate? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think... I think because I'm, I can't be like, <clears throat> I want a baby. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be like, I want a baby. You know what I'm saying? You like, can be like that. I can, but if like if you don't want a baby, it's a lot of things you can do after we have sex and be like, I'm not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, to make what? To I wouldn't the, do that. I know that, but I'm saying like, I feel like, babe, if you told me you wanted a fifth baby, you would get a fifth baby. I know, but I would never say that <laughs> because you don't want a fifth baby. Right, uh, Nick. Right. <laughs> I don't want a fifth baby. I don't want a fifth baby. But I wouldn't say it because, not because I don't want another child. It's because I don't know if our marriage can handle another child. I don't know if my relationship with Theo can handle another child and Uriah and Anaya and whoever. Like, I'm more concerned about how everyone else is going to, how we're all going to do as a family together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's the main thing. So I I told you, like, yo, four we talked about four, and I wanted I wanted to honor that, but I don't know because right right before we got pregnant, we were like we cannot have another kid. Okay, so yeah, right before we got pregnant, we were like, yo, this was a bad idea. What were we thinking? We cannot do this again. Now, mind you, I'm watching Yvette go from person to person. I'm trying to have sex with her. Uh, Anaya's trying to suck on her boob. Theo and Uriah want to cuddle and hug, and everybody's on top of her. Laundry's piling up. Like, everything is just, everybody is demanding. And then she's having her menstrual cycle, and I'm like, yo, it's just fluids everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry that women have to deal with this. I would never put you through this ever again. Like, I was like, let's not do this. And we were so committed we were to not having another baby. But while but you we were, were pregnant, pregnant, we were pregnant. Yeah, but we, we, didn't were know like, we were like, "Yo, this was dumb." We, and we, Anaya is freaking out, <laughs> like going completely insane, yeah. scratching all night. I'm like having a hard time. You're having a hard time. The kids are getting all sneaky, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And we have to share a bed with Anaya, and I'm sleeping on the couch some nights, <laughs> and it just was bad. Yeah, it was bad. And then you're pregnant. And so I'm like, cool. Now, I am 100% committed. And I, okay, I'm sorry. You have 95, no, no, listen, 95% committed to getting a vasectomy ASAP. This is my conflict. I don't know who I'm ushering away from existence. Yeah, so I do want to get a vasectomy. How do you feel about the vasectomy? How do I feel about the vasectomy? I don't know, babe. I don't know if I'm ready. This is crazy for me to say because I don't know that I want another child after this one. But I also don't, I'm not for sure that I'm done. It's so strange. I don't even know. I feel weird saying it out loud. I, feel like I don't if you're even know if I it, should be putting it out on the internet. I feel like if but, you're saying that and you like you think you're going to give birth to another child, <laughs> then I'm definitely going to die. <laughs> like I'm not going to make it cuz I'm not giving you any more children. <laughs> Babe. I can't. You would. 
I don't want to. You don't want to, but you would. No, I don't. I don't want to. And you wouldn't die. And I'm like, I'm like thinking about the pain of a vasectomy. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, it has to happen. Because I don't want, I don't want my relationship, Mm. my relationships to be, you know? No, you didn't say anything. Like, I don't want my relationships to be in danger. And I feel like another, adding another person endangers your relationship. Jeopardizes my relationships. Now, that being said, the boys want more kids. They do. They want another kid after this kid, mm-hmm. which is very strange. But it they, actually kind of is. Now, I'm not gonna front. Like when I think about adding another child, and then I think about those two, because I feel like. Anaya has kind of taken up some attention. I mean, and I know she's like the baby and she's the only girl, but she also has like other issues that are like, ugh. For example, we found out that she has food allergies, which is causing her eczema, which is causing the itching. And so she's not allowed to eat everything. So a lot of times she's hungry and we're trying to give her a multiple options of what to eat, and the boys are like, I want it, and we're like, no, you're getting this. <laughs> like, this is what you're going to eat type thing. Like, I feel like they That's don't... called life. Yeah, but I feel like they see, they're seeing how we treat her versus how we treat them, and I do, it, I don't know that it's necessarily, um, I don't know if it's necessarily causing any kind of jealousy or anything right now, but I feel like down the road, if we don't like kind of figure things out a little bit better, it could start to cause some kind of resentment or something of the sort with them and her and us, like them towards us and them towards her. But they love her. I think I think our family and this is obvious, I feel like even <clears throat> tonight, like our family is full of a lot of love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even tonight when I'm yelling at the boys and I'm like, yo, stop playing. It's time to go to bed. And they are just all gung-ho about getting that attention and that that time with me. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't care. <laughs> stop playing. Don't throw it in here. I'm going to hurt you. Don't do it. Control yourself. Get out. They don't care about what I want. They care about, they're going to get their love. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to fight for their love. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They're going to guilt trip us into it. Like they're going <laughs> to, I think what the kids do very well is, um, and we've kind of facilitated this, is giving them a safe space to address their issues and say, I'm not feeling this. You love her more than you, like Theo has said, like yeah. you, don't, you don't love me. I'm not a part of the family. Mm-hmm. He, he says when he feels that way. Mm-hmm. Now, if he held resentment and didn't say anything, then I think it would be a huge issue. But because we taught them how to speak their mind, I feel like we're, they're going to be okay in that sense. I hope so. Me too. I, I think, I mean, parent guilt, I was going to say mom guilt, but I think parent guilt is just a thing. Mm. Like no matter what, you're always going to be concerned about whether or not they're getting enough love, attention, and intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about 
like how I'm struggling with homeschool this year. And then next year, I'm going to have the two of them. Like Uriah is going to be officially in homeschool. I'm going to have two official homeschool students, Anaya and a newborn. Mm-hmm. Am it I seems like a lot. It, that seems a lot. <laughs> I was like, uh. Yeah, and that's why I was kind of like. That's a lot. But um, at the same time, like I feel like right now, what I'm committed to as I'm walking into 2019, I'm thinking I got to get my head going straight and I got to take care of myself and figure out this thing before this child comes. Because if I continue on the path I am now, I'm not going to do well. Mm -hmm. But if I start taking strides to like change things up, then I do see like, I do foresee a bright future. I do foresee it being a possible, like, being successful. Yeah, and I feel like you have, um, I feel like you come from a teacher's, like, teaching regular school, and you were used to doing every single thing. Yeah. And you want to do every single thing in the house, too. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling you that that's not, that is, like, that doesn't have to be your life. Like, I want to help, help me, include me in this and this and this. And help me be a part, but I just feel like maybe you're seeing other women or you're seeing a lot of other things and you're kind of like, no, if they can do it, I can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know you don't have to live like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's that as much as it's, I've always been a person that has high expectations. And so <clears throat> in my mind, I had an image of what it would look like to be a stay at home mom. And maybe some of those images came from what I saw, from what I think I was seeing in other homes. But, um, yeah, it's not looking like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not looking like that. But what was the topic? Are we on topic? Yeah, we're on topic. What um, You know, why are we having, like, well, not why are we having another baby, but we are pregnant. We're just kind of announcing it to the podcast mm-hmm, audience the audience, and letting them know, like, this is where we're at. And this ultimately, I'm, like, really, really excited to, like, be a dad again. I love the fact that you're pregnant. I love your belly growing. I love... Um, I don't. Okay, let me stop lying. <laughs> I love to watch my belly grow. I like I like but, this this stage is cute for sure. Yeah, but the baby starts to get in between us and our hugs get really wacky. Yeah, our hugs. And our Glenn hugs suffer. gives the best hugs, y'all. It's like some days at the end of the day, I just wanted to come home and get a hug from Glenn. And if she her belly grows, it's just not happening. She, I mean, I still get a hug, but it's, it's not a good so hug. bad. It's like. <laughs> It's like, hey, babe, how you doing yeah, over there? I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Right now, it's at the cute stage, though. You like, like my belly, baby? Yeah, like three weeks, we're screwed. <laughs> I think. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like we can't Shoot, get in It there. could be next week, the way my belly's yeah. growing. So I, I feel like I feel like I love, I'm like I'm really excited to meet this baby. Like Me I just too. like, yo, you just never know. Especially because we don't know the gender. I'm yeah. dying. Yeah, we're not finding out the gender this time, so... Just, I, I really, and you know what's crazy? I was talking to James and Alyssa, and they were uh-huh. telling me how they did it the first time. They didn't find out the, the, the birth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't find out the gender. And so 
he got to announce and like tell her. And he got to tell everybody. He got to tell her? Because everybody, no one knows. And he's like the first one to see. Oh and so gosh. you get so I'm like, oh man, I get to do that. That's gonna be super dope. Okay, I won't take that away from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, man, it's so cool. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And it actually got me more excited to to, you know. Not know the gender. No, just to have the baby. Meet the baby. Yeah. So yeah, we're pregnant and I'm really I am excited mm-hmm. for sure. But with all that excitement comes a whole lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I've been dealing with anxiety and stuff because it's like, like someone, someone perfectly said it. I announced we were having the baby and someone commented like, yo, where's the baby going to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need a new car. Okay, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And I love that comment because I was feeling the same thing. No, that comment was so sweet. Yeah. But it was like... We thought of all those things too, but it was like this person has been with us for a long time and they know what we have and how we're living and they're just like, y'all, like, yeah. come on, stop. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so, but it is a thing where it's kind of like, all right, now I'm in like, I have a timeline before we have to get out of this house mm-hmm. and we have to get another car, like ASAP. Like we've been doing a brand deal with BMW. It's been amazing. I mm-hmm. love the car. Um but it's like, okay, now what are we going to, like, how are we going to move forward? And so uh, I've been having, like, okay, this, this feels like when you came home from work. Mm. And it's like, okay, no matter what, you have to do this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now, you know, times have definitely changed. And I've, I've, this is the, the least amount of fear I've had with the child. But it's the most amount of, like, pressure. pressure because now I know what's possible and I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, it's not like... Well, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. This mm-hmm. is like, oh no, I have to do this. It's on me, and I can do it. And I can't be the reason it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't want to put it all on my shoulders because I know, like, God is the provider. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like there is a a huge like. All right, like I feel like, you know, like I'm fighting myself in the ring. Basically, mm. you know, and so that that whole pregnancy symptom thing, like I get your symptoms, hundred percent. I'm tired. I'm feeling it. Um, I'm definitely going through the motions as well, uh, but not, of course, not exactly what you're feeling. But I do feel like a. I just, I don't want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to do nothing either, and I just want to eat and like sleep. So, yeah. I don't remember who said it or where I heard it from because I've been talking to multiple people and I've been listening to some podcasts. But um, someone was like, said something like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know how I'm going to add another child to the mix. And it was like a conversation they were having between themselves and the Lord. And the Lord was like, you can't do it. (laughs) Mm. You aren't able to do it. That's what I'm here for. Like, I'm here to aid you and walk you through this. And something I've been saying is his grace is sufficient. And Mm. so, I don't know. I feel like I'm super excited for this baby. I'm super nervous about the impact that another child will have on our marriage, on me as an individual, on our children um, currently. But I'm just confident that we're going to do well. We're gonna do fine. We're gonna be. We're gonna struggle through, hmm. 
but we're going to grow through it all. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, um, okay, babe, how married are you? I'm so married that I didn't get you anything when I went to the pizza spot because I wanted to protect your efforts in the gym. Hmm. Yeah, that counts. Babe, how married are you? How how married am I not? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> First of all, okay, I'm just, joking, just joking. No, I feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, you tell me, hey, I got a craving, and I'm gone, right? The other day, though, you was moving real slow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I need to work on my I timing. I was like, what is going on here? You weren't gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were like, Dave, carne asada, carne asada tacos, <laughs> carne asada tacos. And I, you were like, you're not, you're not gone yet? <laughs> I thought he was gone, y'all, and he was still here. I, I was, was like, here. what is going on? And I then I think here. he got on the phone. Woo. I had a business call at the same time call you had a craving. drive yeah, when talk. I don't know. It's easy for you to say, but some things, you know, you got to be here for or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> I went and got you the thing. All right. You did, babe. Thank um, you. And I'm learning this this season. Uh, it's different. It's so different being pregnant and having three kids that I'm taking care of full time or I'm trying to. I'm not going to front. They've been having a lot of screen time these past few weeks. <sighs> Speaking of screen time. We have one day, maybe le- less than a day mm. left uh, to support Frank Puppet. Yeah. Uh, chances are really high that we actually won't hit our goal, and it's okay. Uh, totally okay. So I just want to um, thank everybody who, you know, pledged uh, money. Yeah, thank um, you, guys. Because since we didn't raise all the money, uh, we're not going to get any money. Mm-hmm. So that means we have to kind of recalibrate and figure out, okay, how do we want to give people another opportunity to give and how can we just start plugging away and doing what we can at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. I know you guys love us and you love our family and you love the ideas and the genius that we put together and I appreciate your support. So I want to tell you that. Um, so if you haven't given yet, you can still give. There's still time. Search Glenn Henry on Kickstarter. Uh, or if you haven't, it's all good. You know, um, we, 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 we believe in you just as much as you believe in us, you know. So I understand some people can't afford it. Some people don't, you know, don't get it or whatever. But, our but ne- it would be a great Christmas gift. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that, uh, I'd like to kind of talk about the next episode that we're going to do of How Married Are You? And that's going to be talking about why have kids now anyway? Like the world is rough, everything, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like being a millennial, like why would you want to have kids at this point? You know, and so we're going to talk about some of the benefits of having kids, uh, which a lot of people don't believe in, Mm-mm. you know. So anyway, and, and that's, that's just, just how married, married we are. are.